Okay, you're in Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs chapter 3. Uh, this morning we're going to continue um, uh, our You Ask For It series. And um, last week, Pastor Kelly taught a message called How Our Decisions Fit Into the Will of God. Did you all enjoy that? Yep. <clears throat> Amen. Thank you, Pastor Kelly. And so this morning, I want to be, I want to continue talking about, um, kind of in the vein, but trusting God through the difficulties of life. Um, have you ever had a difficult day or a week? Have you ever had a difficult week? What about a month? How many of you had a difficult year? <laughs> yes, amen. Everyone has gone through at least some difficulties in life, right? You know, I heard somebody say the other day, man, I can't wait till 2017 is over. This has been a terrible year. And they're, they're just believing that by the time the calendar changes, everything's going to get better. Amen. Well, you know, I feel the same way. I've had a tough year this year. You know, as you know, my dad died in July, July 27th. Up to that time, we were tending to him. Um, and, and, you know, those of you that have lost parents, it's a tough time. And then, you know, uh, not long ago, three months later, in fact, my father had a major seizure, broke his pelvic bones, his shoulder had shoulder replacement. He's, he's laying up in, in, in Magnolia Nursing Home in the rehab wing, trying to recover. The doctor's saying it's going to be three months before he can even start rehab. And so uh, that's a tough time, right? So Tanya and I have been trying to help out and just, that, that's, a, that's a tough time. A couple of weeks ago... Um, you know, I had a pastor friend in his 30s, had a stroke and ended up couldn't talk. And uh, he's in the middle of recovery. It prompted me to go get a physical. And I'd been six, six years and did blood work and all that and, you know, got the results back. And they said my cholesterol is, is going through the roof and my blood sugar is high. And I'm pre-diabetic. How many of you know that's serious business right there? You say, well, Todd, just quit eating cracklings and boudin. As I said, life can be difficult, right? But then, you know, to cap it off this week, we had to make a decision to shut our Christian school down after 30-something years. And so uh, that was a very difficult decision. Turned a lot of people's world upside down, including mine. But life can be difficult. Are you all with me out there? Have you ever had a difficult week, difficult day, a difficult life? Well, how do you get through those difficulties? That's the question. So I just want to share with you what I feel like the Lord is sharing with me and what the Lord is teaching me. You know, it's one thing to preach a sermon, but it's another thing to just to share what the Lord is sharing with you. You know, listen, if it don't work in your life, what you preach up here, it don't work. Amen. Are y'all with me? And so I want to share with you the scriptural passage that the Lord has anchored me with through the difficult times of life. And it's in Proverbs chapter 3. It's Proverbs chapter 3 in verse 5. And it says this, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will make your path straight. Now the Lord has comforted, encouraged, and strengthened me through the most difficult times with this passage of Scripture. What are these verses trying to say to us? Well, I believe 
What he's trying to tell us is that we need to trust God through the difficulties of life. Should we close in prayer and go home? Well, how many of you know that I've found it to be true in my life? And I'm sure it's true in yours. It's easier said than done. It's easy to say, trust God. In fact, you have a lot of believers just be quick to tell you. Oh, you tell them what's going on. Trust God, brother. Well, thank you for the compassion. Come on, come on, come on, super spiritual giant. Why don't you put your arm around me and encourage me a little bit? Come on, am I, am I encouraging somebody else out there? Amen. But come on, how many of you know, just to flippantly say, trust God is more than a mental ascent. Amen. It's something that you really got to grasp a hold of. Sometimes it can be very challenging to trust God in difficult times in life. Amen. You know, I heard this story about a man was driving in a convertible in the mountains and he went off the cliff and, uh, and his car, as he was, car was, uh, headed down into the, into the valley. He flew out of the car and, and, and landed in a tree, grabbed a tree branch while his car went another thousand feet and hit the bottom of the canyon. And so there he is hanging on to the tree branch. And so he don't know what to do, so he screams. He screams out and he says, um, Can anyone hear me? So no one responded. Can anyone help me? And no one responded. So then he screamed again, God, can you hear me? Can you help me? So the Lord said, Yes, I will help you. Do you believe in me? Yes, Lord, I believe in you. Do you trust me? Yes, Lord, I trust you. Let go of the bridge. There's a great silence. And he said, is anyone else down there? Come on, how many of you feel like that sometimes? Yeah. Trusting God can be challenging, right, folks? Amen. But here's what we must always remember. The more we trust God, the more we'll see God's blessings. Amen. Amen? So how do you strengthen your trust in the Lord? I want to just, just unpack that for a minute. Number one, you have to take advantage of every opportunity life brings your way. You know, we all have the perfect uh, opportunity to trust the Lord throughout life, don't we? You know, whenever things are going great, that's, it's easy to trust God. It's easy. It's second. Oh, yeah. You trust God. Oh, yeah. Driving in the convertible down the road. Yeah, I trust God. When you're hanging on the branch in the valley, that's a different story. But when is the best time to depend on and trust God. The best time is when you go through the most difficult times in your life. That's the best time to trust God, right? What is trust? It's having the belief and the strong conviction that someone or something is reliable, dependable, good, honest, and effective. Amen. And so faith and trust is a choice. You got to depend on God, believe in God, rely on God when you go through the difficult times of life. You have to decide to put your confidence and trust in him, even when it doesn't make sense, even when you don't feel like it. Amen. So the key is to keep your attitude right. 
and take advantage of every opportunity life brings you away. Amen. Are y'all with me out there? And so listen, sometimes the battle to win through the difficulties of life is the battle with your attitude. It's, It's a choice to have faith and to trust in him. And so listen, you know, whenever you think about trusting the Lord, it's, it's having that, that confidence. You see, our problem is we typically put our confidence, our trust in ourselves, our others, before we trust in God. You know, we'll say something like, well, I guess I got to trust in God now. Like it's our last resort. Come on. How many of you ever said that? I have. Proverbs 3, 5 says this, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. What does it mean to trust the Lord with all your heart? It means to totally rely on him. It means to totally depend on him. It means to fully put your faith, hope, and confidence in him. Matthew 9, 29, Jesus said, according to your faith, it will be done to you. Now, I believe that what he's saying is yet we get to choose how much the Lord blesses us. How much are we going to trust him? It's according to your faith. It's according to your ability to trust me that I will work in your life. So I believe the more I trust the Lord, the more I will see the hand of the Lord. Hello? Can I get a witness? The more I trust the Lord, the more I see the hand of the Lord. Amen? But how many of you know faith is a choice? I have to choose to trust the Lord. And so sometimes the real battle that you face when you go through the difficulties of life is the battle in your attitude. I mean, you have a choice to just just stay in the negative or stay in the positive and say, you know what? My God is reliable. Come on, my God is reliable. He's dependable. Anybody can say that when they're on the mountaintop, but to say that in the valley. Come on, to say that in the valley. To say that when you're hanging on the branch and the, and the, the, the bottom is a thousand feet below you. Amen? So let's choose to have faith and trust in Him. Number two, the second way we can deepen our trust in the Lord is to quit trying to mentally figure everything out. You know, listen, I can figure it out in my mind for the Lord. And so sometimes we, we stay too much in our head and not enough in our heart. Amen? And so listen, trusting the Lord is a heart issue. It's not a head issue. It's not a mentalist sin. Amen. Come on. Trusting the Lord has to come from here. And I'm afraid a lot of times our Christianity locks in right here and it never goes the other 18 inches to right here. Amen. And so we need, it's a heart issue. And Proverbs 3, 5 says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and don't lean on your own understanding. Now, what does that mean? Don't lean on your own understanding. Well, I think it means that you got to quit trying to mentally figure everything out on your own. God doesn't need you to just iron it all out. It means to, to, to not rely on your, on your own ability to work it out. Amen? Your own insights, your own thoughts and mental solutions. Isaiah 58 or 55, 8 says this. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts. Can anybody say amen? Says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you could ever imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, 
So my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. In other words, human thoughts and reasoning is never enough to get you through the difficulties of life and get you to God's destiny. We need the Lord's supernatural wisdom. We need the Lord's supernatural thoughts and insights. Our problem many times is this. We lean on our own thinking. We lean and depend on our own understanding. We look at things in the natural and we got it all figured out. How many of you know you can't figure God out? Some of you maybe don't know that yet, but you will not figure God out. As soon as you put him in your little box, he's going to bust up your box. Amen. And so we need the Lord's supernatural thoughts. Listen, human reasoning is a barrier that can keep you from trusting God. So we need to stay out of our head. Remember when the Israelites were going in to take the promised land? Remember that? And so the Lord instructed them on what to do whenever they came up to Jericho. It was the first walled city. It was the stronghold that was keeping them from God's destiny. And so the Lord said, this is what I want you to do. I want you to circle the city once a day for six days and don't say a thing. How I many of you know that's a miracle right there? And on the seventh day, I want you to circle the city seven times. And then when the trumpet sounds, shout. What? Do you know anything about war, Lord? To take a city, how are you going to take a city by shouting? How many of you know... Human reasoning, that doesn't make a a lick of sense. Amen? In the natural, it doesn't really make sense. Well, listen, they stayed out of their head and they trusted God. And what did they do? They shouted when the Lord told them to shout. We know what the outcome was. The walls came tumbling down. But just put yourself in their shoes for a minute. They're soldiers. They got... They got... Armor, they got weapons, and they're ready to go defeat the enemy. And the Lord says, be quiet. Be quiet. How many of you know sometimes we speak ourselves into defeat? Quit saying anything. Be quiet. And when I tell you, when the trumpet sounds, shout. They shouted. And the walls came tumbling down. That's an example of God's ways are not our ways. Amen? Amen. And so listen, you know, what would have happened if they had depended on human reasoning? They would have never got through that barrier. They would have never reached their destiny. They would have never occupied the promised land. You see, the key is keep your head right and quit trying to mentally figure everything out in your head. Just surrender it to God and say, God, you work it out. Amen? Can I get a better amen? 2 Corinthians 10.3 says, We are human, but don't wage war as humans do. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. we got to learn to capture our thoughts. Our flesh will be speaking to us things that are, that'll be gloom and doom. Amen. Well, come on. We got to capture those rebellious thoughts. Sometimes the battle we have to win is the battle right here in our mind. Amen. Sometimes it's our attitude, but sometimes it's right here. The third way we can depend or deepen our trust in the Lord is to purpose to stay 
in the perfect will of God. You know, in every problem and difficulty we face, listen, it's the temptation to stay in or to step out of the will of God. With every difficulty you face, you're going to be facing the temptation to stay in or step out of the will of God. In Proverbs 3 and 5, in the New Living Translation, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't depend on your own understanding. Verse 6 says this, seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Pastor Kelly talked about the will of God. How many of you know the best place you can be on earth is in the will of God? Amen. You know, we, I have a, you know, a missionary friend that's in northern Iraq as a missionary. And all, a lot of his friends and family were just trying to talk him out of going to Iraq. And he said, you know, he said, I'd rather be in the will of God in northern Iraq than to be right here in Lafayette out of the will of God. And I, I agree with him. Don't you? How many of you know that if you stay in the will of God, you are in the sweet spot of life? Amen? So don't let anything or anyone get you out of the will of God. Amen? And so listen, why should we seek His will in all we do? Because when you go through difficulties of life, you're tempted to step out of the will of God by trying to work it out yourself, by your response to your difficulty, whatever the case may be. One of the challenges of trusting God is to stay right where you're supposed to be with God. Don't jump out of the ship. Amen? Whenever the seas are running, don't jump out of the ship. Stay in the will of God. Amen? That's what happened to Jesus. He was tempted to get out of the will of God in the Garden of Gethsemane. He was going through the greatest difficulty of life. And his temptation was, I want to get around this cross thing. And so in the garden, while he's praying and he's crying out to God, God, if there's any way that you can take this difficulty away, take it away from me. But then he said, Lord, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. How many of you are glad Jesus stayed in the will of God? You can follow the train of thought. Because Jesus stayed in the will of God, all these blessings began flowing. Amen. And so sometimes the will of God will seem unreasonable. And it won't make any sense. Sometimes whenever, you, whenever you're dealing with the difficulties of life, you say, Lord... You know, we can look at my father-in-law. He's a faithful man, serving the Lord, living for the Lord. And then he has this seizure. And now he's on bed rest for, for three months before he can even start rehab. People say, Todd, how you doing? As compared to my father-in-law, I'm doing great, man. But you know what? In the natural, that doesn't make sense. And so listen, sometimes whenever you're living life, you go through difficulties and it does not make any sense. It's, it doesn't seem reasonable. But listen, you got to trust the Lord. You just got to trust the Lord. I remember when the Lord asked me to quit the oil field and go into the ministry. It seemed unreasonable. Lord, I haven't been to Bible college. I haven't been to seminary. Lord, I don't even know all the books of the Bible. That doesn't make sense. But I'm so glad I trusted God. You know, I remember when, when the Lord told Tanya and I, you can't have children, medically speaking. You can't have any children. But you know what? It seemed unreasonable. Lord, we're serving you. We're doing our best to live for you. We're reaching out. We're ministering to your people. Lord, it doesn't seem right. It doesn't make sense. I'm glad I trusted the Lord. What about you? Have you been in tight places before? 
and you've trusted the Lord. How many of you glad you trusted the Lord? Now you can look back and say, hindsight is 2020, right? It's like, man, am I so glad. Listen, some of you had opportunities to step right out of the will of God when you went through difficulty. You can throw in the towel. You can throw in your faith. You can walk away. You can give up on the Lord. But listen, if you don't give up, if you stay in the will of God, it's going to be all right. Amen. And so listen, many times the will of God requires you to do things that don't, you don't want to do and seem unreasonable and it doesn't make sense. And it requires you to just trust Him. What does trust mean? Depend on Him. Rely on Him. Expect Him to work it out for you. Am I talking to the wrong group of people here this morning? Is everybody's life going great? You say, Todd, you're talking to the choir. You man, everything is good. Listen, sometimes the battle that we have to win is the battle of our wills. The battle of your will. Deciding to go with the flow of God when difficulties come. But listen, whether you feel like it or not, whether it seems unreasonable or not, you will never go wrong when you choose to stay in the perfect moral and perfect will of God. Amen. The fourth way we can depend or trust in the Lord or deepen our trust in the Lord is being patient with the outcome. You know, we, we have instant everything, instant oatmeal, instant coffee, instant everything. I've just been learning about oatmeal. I need to get my cholesterol down. Amen. And so listen, sometimes persevering and not giving up can be the greatest challenge that you go through when you're going through a difficult time. Because we don't like to be inconvenienced. It's grueling on our flesh. We like comfort. We like security, right? And so listen, but if we'll persevere, and if we'll be patient through the difficult times of life, listen, we'll be blessed with the outcome. And that's what he's saying there. Listen, Proverbs 3, 5 in the Amplified says, lean on, trust in, and be confident in the Lord with all your heart and mind. And don't rely on your own insight or understanding. In all your ways, know, recognize, and acknowledge Him. Listen, He will direct and make straight and plain your paths. Now, what is, what is Proverbs 3 really saying? This is what I believe. He's saying, once you've chosen... To put your trust in, rely on, depend God in the darkest and the difficult times of life. Once you've done that, despite what you're facing, and you quit trying to figure it out, reason it out, mentally just iron it all out, and you purpose to stay in the perfect will of God, regardless of how you feel and what you want to do, this is what you can expect. He will direct and make plain your paths. Amen. In other words, if you pers persevere and be patient while going through the difficulties of life, you can expect God's blessing to come and overflow your life again and again and again. Amen. Yes, indeed. Now, let me conclude this morning by just talking about the three reasons why you should trust the Lord if you're going through a difficult time or when you go through a difficult time. You know, somebody said everybody's either just came out of one, about to go in one. You know, everybody's close to a difficult time, right? 
But let me give you three blessings of trusting God. You'll receive divine guidance. That's what verse six says, right? How would you, how would you like to make the right decision at every, t- talking about decisions, how would you like to make the right decision at every turning point and crossroads you come to in your life? How many of you would like to improve your ability to make the right decisions drastically? Where whenever you get to the crossroads, you take the right road instead of the wrong road. Come on, you ever took the wrong road and ended up in the woods? Have you ever, has this ever happened to you? And so listen, there is a tremendous promise here of getting divine guidance when you trust in him. He said, I will make your path straight. I will make your path clear. Those who trust the Lord receive divine guidance. The trials and difficulties of life have a way of making it seem like in your, you're in the woods of life. But when you trust the Lord, the Lord has a way of getting you out of the woods. I need a better amen than that. The Lord has a way of getting you out of the woods. And listen, if we took the time to bring people up here and share their stories, you know, Miss Gail just shared her story. You know, here she has two years in dealing with this sickness. But here she is, up here in the front of the congregation, trying to encourage us. Come on, how many of you know the Lord has a way of getting you out of the woods? Amen. And so a second blessing of trusting God is you can, you will experience divine deliverance. God can get you out of the woods. Come on. He can get somebody to climb down the cliff and grab you off of that tree limb and get you back on the, on the mountain. Amen. And so listen, remember when Nebuchadnezzar made that, that, uh, that, that decision, he made that golden image and he said, he demanded everyone that whenever the, whenever the, uh, Whenever the trumpet sounded or the flute played, everybody had to bow down and worship the golden image. Remember that? Well, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had a different mindset. And they decided, I'm not going to bow down to no wooden image, I mean a golden image that can't hear, speak, or or just do anything. We're going to keep serving our God. And lo and behold, the flute played, everybody bowed down except Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They decided they were just going to trust God. And the Bible says in Daniel 3, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we don't need to be, we don't need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we're thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from it. And he will rescue us from your hand, O king. But even if he does not, we want you to know, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. Wouldn't you say they're trusting God? And so Nebuchadnezzar said, if anybody chooses not to bow down to my golden image, I'm going to throw you in the fiery furnace. So here Nebuchadnezzar and Shadrach and Abednego, there are, are the Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. They're faced with the decision. Are they going to trust God or not? And they decided, you know what? If he, de- if he delivers us, so be it. But if he, if he doesn't, we're not turning our back on God. We're going to serve the Lord. And so Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego decided to trust the Lord through the fiery trial, the most difficult time of their life. And you know what God did? He delivered them 
I want to read it to you. I know you know the story, but I like to read. Is it all right if I just read it? Daniel 3.22, and it says the king's command was so urgent and the furnace so hot that the flames of fire killed the soldiers who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men firmly tied fell into the blazing furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet in amazement, and he asked his advisors, Weren't there three men that we tied up and threw into the fire? I love this. He replied, certainly, O king. Yeah, there were just three. He said, look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound, unharmed, and the fourth looks like the son of the gods. Nebuchadnezzar then approached the opening of the blazing furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the most high God, come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire. And, and satraps, perfects, uh, perfects, governors, and royal advisors crowded around them. They saw that the fire had not harmed their bodies, nor was a hair of their head singed. Their robes were not scorched, and there was no smell of fire on them. The Nebuchadnezzar said, Praise be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and rescued his servants. Listen to this. They trusted in him and, and defiled the king's command and were willing up to give up their lives rather than to serve or worship any God except their own God. Isn't that a great story? Isn't that wonderful? You see, the moral of the story here is those who trust God can expect the Lord's deliverance through the difficulties of life. Now listen, I've, I told you, I, oh, I, my cholesterol is high. Oh, my sugars, I'm pre-diabetic. Oh, whoop-de-doo. And by the way, I don't need any advice. You know, I, I'm, getting, I'm getting plenty. Just thought I'd throw that in. But you know what, man? What I'm going through is not a fiery furnace. I'm not getting thrown in the fire. Sometimes what I go through feels like fire. But man, I'm nowhere near Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Now this story, folks, is not given to us to entertain us. It's to minister to us. Saying, if you will trust God when you go through the fire... Fear not, for I am with thee. Child, you are mine. When you go through the fire, you will not be burned. When you go through the waters, you will not drown. For I am with you, saith the Lord. Come on, are y'all with me out there? Listen, it's not that Christians don't go through problems, but the Lord promises to deliver us in our problems. Amen. Amen. Well, I don't know if you're getting anything out of this, but you just listen in while I encourage myself this morning. Amen. The third blessing of trusting God is you experience divine joy, Amen. peace, and hope. Amen. Listen, Romans 15, 13 says, May the God of hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in Him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Spirit. Amen. Listen, three things that we normally lose when we go through the difficulties of life is joy, is peace, is hope. That's what we normally lose when we go through difficulties. But when you trust God, listen, my joy is not dependent on my circumstances. My joy is dependent on the spirit of the Lord that's on the inside of me. The joy of the Lord is my strength. 
Come on. Your joy is not dependent on what you're going through in life. Your joy is dependent on the spirit of God that is on the inside of you. Amen. Listen, my peace, your peace is not dependent on laying on a hammock with everything going good while you're staying, while you're drinking iced tea on the beach at Destin, Florida. Your peace is dependent on the spirit of the Lord that's on the inside of you. Amen. Come on. Jesus said, listen, in the world, you're going to have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Amen. Come on, if you believe that, say amen. amen. Do me a favor and stand up. Lord. Amen. How many of you right now say, man, I'm going through a difficult time? Come on, how many of you say, man, I had a difficult day, difficult week? How many of you waiting for 2018 to turn the calendar? Say, man, I'm hoping 2018 is better. Come on, how about we just put our hope in God right now, right here? And we don't have to wait till January 1st. Let's put our hope in the Lord that He's going to see us through every trial, every tribulation, and every difficulty. Are you with me? Would you just bow your head with me for just a moment? Seriously, how many of you are going through a difficult time right now? Let me see your hand. I know there's a bunch of families right associated with this church that are going through a difficult time because of what I just told you about. But listen, I just, those of you that have your hands raised, listen, I want to just take a moment right now. I want you to just slip up here to the altar. Just come up here to the altar. Not like you're coming up here just to the stage of Family Life Church, but you're coming to the altar of the Lord. You're coming up to the, you're walking up to Jesus this morning. Come on, you're bringing your circumstance to the Lord. Come on, let's just come to Him this morning. With every trial, with every tribulation, with every difficulty, there's an opportunity and a chance to trust God, to depend on the Lord, to rely on the Lord. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. Come on, I I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I don't know either. But come on, let's trust the Lord that you're not going through this fire by yourself. There's a a fourth person in the fire with you and Shadrach and Abednego. His name is Jesus. He's in the fire with you. Now, come on, let's believe that, listen, even though we're in the fire, come on, we won't lose a hair off our head. Come on, we won't be scorched. Come on, we won't be burned. Come on, we won't even smell the smoke. The Lord is going to take us through this and he's going to get us to the other side. Come on, do you believe that? this morning come on just do me a do me a favor and just reach your hands to the lord right now just just as a sign to the lord now i want you to just come on come on folks it's not head knowledge it's heart it's heart trust the lord with your heart trust the lord with your heart can you depend on him come on can you depend on him would you would you please answer that question for me can you depend on him Can you trust him? Is he reliable? Come on, tell yourself that this morning. I can trust him. I can depend on him. He's reliable. 
Come on, he's going to get me through the fire. Come on, just say that. Come on, I, I can depend on God. I can trust God. Come on, you need to minister to yourself this morning. You need to speak to yourself this morning and say, I can trust the Lord. I can trust the Lord. Listen, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they say, what he says, what my circumstances say. I know that I'm going to be delivered. I know I have hope. I have peace. I have joy. The Lord will deliver me. Come on, just, re- just give it to the Lord right now. Just give it to the Lord right now. And just let the peace of God come upon you. Come on, just give it to Him. If you don't have peace yet, you haven't let it go yet. Come on, just surrender it to the Lord right now. Just give it to the Lord. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Come on, trust the Lord with all your heart. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him. And He will make your path straight. Come on, declare that. He's going to make my path straight. He's going to lead me. He's going to direct me. He's going to guide me. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Father God. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Father. Come on, let's just take a moment, saints. Come on, let's just present ourselves to the Lord. Let's present ourselves to the Lord right now. Come on, some of us don't know what this week will bring, what this month will bring, what this next year will bring. But can we trust the Lord? Can we trust the Lord? Should we trust in our Lord? Come on, come on, come on, come on. Don't change. Come on, everything has to bow. Thank you, Father God. My prayer this morning is that every one of you that are up here, that you leave here today with three things, with joy, with peace, and with hope. Hope. It's not over. It's not the end. God's got your future. He's already, he's already going where you haven't gone. He already has figured out what you hadn't figured out. Come on, how about it this morning? That we just receive the peace of God. Come on, unloading our fear, our burdens. Come on, how about it? The peace of God. Come on, how about the joy of the Lord? The joy of the Lord. The fruit of the Spirit is joy. The joy of the Lord. Come on, receive the joy. I declare that right now. That the joy and the peace and the hope of God would be upon everyone that is here at this altar today. Thank you, Father God, for putting your hand, putting your touch on the people of God today. I pray in the mighty and the strong name of Jesus, I pray. And everybody that agreed said, and amen, and amen. 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 God bless you. Trust God. It's not just a trite saying. It's the reality of our Christian walk. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You're dismissed. You have a wonderful day.